Hey guys, welcome back. I haven't made an episode in so long. And this time, for the very first time, I joined with a guest, my good friend Danny. Hi guys. Hi Danny. <laughs> so, me and Danny were just having a conversation, a regular conversation about the Grammy nominations for 2022, which came out today. And then we figured Let's I wanted to Grammy. revive the podcast. <laughs> let's make an episode so today we're going to be talking about some of the categories not all of them because there's about 80 of them and i don't know that much about all of them so yeah, there's a hell of a lot there's a hell of a lot of categories so we handpicked the ones that we wanted to talk about and we're going to break them down so let's just get started the first category that we wanted to talk about is best new artist so oh there's a lot of yeah them. there's a lot I don't know half of them. I don't know a lot of them. All right. Well, all right. Just read them, I guess. So going down the list, there's a Rouge. (laughs) I'm sorry. They put the worst one at the top, which is a Rouge off top. Don't know them. Sorry. Jamie Allen, Baby Keem, Phineas, Glass Albums, Animals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, my dyslexic era. Japanese Breakfast. Kid Leroy, Arlo Parks, Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo, and Saweetie. This one's easy for me. Okay, I this mean, one's also easy for me. But yeah. I think ours okay, are all right, different. Okay, all right, so I, th- I think it's important to discuss our approach, how we're going to yeah. talk about these. So um, we're going to talk about who we th- who we want to win and then mm-hmm. who we think is going to win. So for yep. me, I mean, it's the same. Who I want to win is Olivia Rodrigo, and who I think is going to win is also Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. She fair. had a monster year. Um, and literally, like, thinking about the fact that she didn't exist before this year, like, mm-hmm. musically, besides High School Musical, the musical series, yeah. it's really crazy to think about. Yeah. So, yeah. how about you, Jen? Um, I would agree. I would say that I think Olivia Rodrigo is definitely going to win. She also has i think like the most nominations out of everyone she has like seven i think she has seven yeah so i definitely think she's gonna walk away with it the person i want to win is baby keem i love baby keem and i think he put out an amazing album melodic blue i listen to that every day but if it's not olivia rodrigo that's gonna win i think it could be the kid Leroy. i'm not a kid Leroy fan that's a hot take i'm not a kid Leroy fan if my yeah honestly if Okay, first of all, let's just talk about how ridiculous this is, um, because Phineas is not new. He's been putting out like music since yeah. like twenty eighteen. This category always gets a little like, like yeah. what is it that qualifies someone as new? Yeah. I don't know. And then I mean, like the the Grammys seem to be like the same thing with Glass Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. They've been putting out music for years since like twenty ten. Yeah. 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 And like. The Grammys like always are like, oh, a hit song. Let's you know make it like they're yeah. they're new, you know. One thing I will say, someone on this list that I didn't know exists before today was Arlo Parks. I listened to that album today while you I did? was doing my internship. Yeah, it was really good. It was so good. Wait, they're in my search. I don't know, bro. It was so good. Yeah, collapsed sunbeams. Never heard it. I listened to it one time today while I was doing work. I'm going to listen to it again tomorrow. You know what? I have to um, listen to that album, too, because she's opening for Clara. No yeah. way! Yeah. I, have, <gasps> I have early entry, so I'm going to be like, 
right up front, like barricade. You have to listen to it because I really liked it the first listen. Yeah, I will. I'm I'm really excited too. Yeah. But yeah, I've been interested in Arla Parks for a little while. Yeah. Um, other artists on this list, I do enjoy Baby Keem. Mm-hmm. Hot take: I did not like him at all. Like when, like for a long time, is it? I got until into like him. most recently, honestly. So his album came out in September, I think, and right before that was when I really started getting into him. Mm-hmm. Like. He put out, like, he had an album, I think. Um, it had, like, oh, God. I think it's called, is it Die For My Bitch? Oh, wait. What was, <laughs> what was that? No. Sorry. I tried to look up Baby Team and a Baby Sleep. And this came up. It's a black and white cover. Yep, Die For My Bitch. This was from 2019. So I wouldn't say he's new either. Because on, yeah, on this album, is Honest and stuff, like Orange Soda. Yeah, he's not new. He's not new. I love this album, though. This album is so good. I have to listen to Melodic it. Blue. I mean, Trademark USA is a great opener. Trademark USA is a great opener, but there's one thing about it that I realized while I was listening to it. There's this really annoying, like, ringing sound. Yeah, I know exactly I what you're it. talking about. I can't listen to it in the car because it, like, annoys me. You know, like, that ding, ding. Yeah, ding, it's you know. so annoying. Yeah. My favorite song on here is 16. I love that song. I have to listen to that. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, okay, let's go through the. All right, so okay. while we're on the topic of new artists, let, we'll we'll examine our new artist's album. Actually, no. Should we say that for? Okay, no. We'll do this one, and then for O'Reilly, we'll say Sa- that for album. Of the album. Year. Okay, because she's on. We'll, we'll go through the track okay. list when we talk yeah. about albums of the year. Okay, honestly, this is going to be a long podcast. Can, if you're yeah. not excited for that, click away now. Yeah, click because, away. Honestly. I don't have too much to say about this. I think I could dive into this on an entirely different thing, but Melodic Blue is in like my top three or five albums of the year. I love it. Wow, really? I listen to this literally every day. Probably. I love 16. I love Scars. I love South Africa. I love Issues. I love Pink Panties. (laughs) I love Trademark USA. Family Ties is also in rap. Song of the dun, year, dun, 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 dun. like the weird gorilla noises yep. in the background. I love that song. Valid. I'm honestly, I could close that topic out. I don't. Yeah. I don't have much else to say, but O oh, Rod, I think is definitely going to be the winner. I agree. She's going to walk away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, I think so. We're too. on the same page. So, following that, we split up the big four categories. So that it wasn't getting like yeah so intense and then yeah. like what the it's kind of like not really that exciting. So, so following that we're gonna dive into pop. The first of the three that we're gonna talk about is best pop solo performance. So the ones that were nominated, anyone by Justin Bieber, Right on Time, Brandy Carlile, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Positions. Ariana Grande, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. So I think that, I mean, like the category itself is for new vocal or instrumental pop recording, singles or tracks only. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's... it's Yeah. The one, <laughs> to be honest, whoever wins this, I'm not going to be too upset that whoever lost it, lost it. That didn't make sense, but I think that again, I think it's gonna go to Olivia Rodrigo. Driver's license, 
shook the planet. And yeah. I can't really see that going to anyone else, to be honest. That's valid. Um, all right, I'm going to go track by track here because okay. I have experiences with all of them. Okay. I think Anyone um, by Justin Bieber is a very underrated song. What is that song? Um, yeah, you are the only Oh, okay, okay, okay. I couldn't like, think of what it was. Yeah, I think that that song didn't get as much recognition as it should have. Um, I think it's a, like, beautiful, like, interesting, different way of doing a pop ballad than I've yeah. heard before. And also, people could say, like, oh, Justin Bieber fell off, but, like, my girlfriend is a huge Justin Bieber fan, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of exposed to him in that way. And um, I listened to him, like, more than I would because of, like, her obsession with him. And I think that the stuff that he puts out is, like, not bad at all. It's good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Besides Intentions, that album was not great. But um, Intentions. <laughs> yeah. Intentions was a bit of a joke. But Justice, like, the album, was not bad. I don't think that the, like, MLK stuff that he did was... Can we unpack that? Can we unpack that? Hold on. <laughs> the way me and my brother laugh about this all the time. I don't think it was very tasteful at all. The way that he cuts off the end of the song, did you ever notice that? He says, like, he's supposed to be saying, like, you'll die if you don't stand for justice or something, but like he crops it so it sounds like justice. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to play it because I don't know if I'll get like copyright or something. Wait. Uh, can we can we pause this pause and come back? To, yeah. Hold on, uh, we'll, we'll come back. Right back. We will be right back. Hold on. Okay, I just played Danny the MLK interlude. Bruh. <laughs> it literally sounds like um, you died when you refused to stand up for just and then it's like da 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 yeah. like this dance pop track. Yeah, like, definitely. Damn, what the hell? A weird choice, but I will say. It leads into the Dominic Fike feature. I'm a big Dominic Fike girl. Yeah. I don't, okay. I didn't listen, I never listened to this album in full. Love the Dominic Fike song, obviously. And the Jaden Smith song. Also, the DaBaby song. I know DaBaby is a little controversial. There's a funny moment in that song. The baby has one flow. The baby <laughs> does have one flow. flow, and that is a very valid statement. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a part in the song where he's like, I forget. And you know what? It's not even worth it. <laughs> okay. Moving on. All right, yeah. <laughs> well, what, I'm gonna, what I was trying to say about it, yeah, the album itself was pretty good. Um, I don't have any problems with it. Anyone specifically stuck out to me i don't know if i'm biased because i have a very specific memory of like sitting in front of my girlfriend's house and um i have really bad like anxieties and stuff so like mm-hmm. um i was sitting there and i played that song because i was feeling more in love with her than i had in a long Aww. time and it was like really nice and then i like cried in her arms while the song was playing <laughs> so i have like a really like nice memory associated with that so i don't really know if i'm biased but that's like yes. my opinion on that right on time never heard sorry mrs carlisle oh. um happier than ever blew me away when i first heard it i think that um and I guess I'll get that track over with now because. 
We're eating I'm chewing my Cheeto <laughs> under the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like we were. Uh... <laughs> 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 you yeah. should just crunch really loudly while it's like in the mic. Ready? Three, two, one. Awesome! <laughs> Everyone loved that part. Uh, my really? favorite. My favorite track is when Jen and Dave crunched Cheetos in their podcast. I love that part. Yeah, my, <laughs> my favorite part of the album. <laughs> that was my favorite Rebecca Black track. <laughs> Do not bring her into this. Um, but yeah, Happier Than Ever blew me away. I remember seeing when the album, for, I'm a huge Billie Eilish fan, to preface. And I remember seeing when the album came out certain artists make like commentary on their songs and like put it on spotify when like to accompany an album release like lord did it taylor swift's done it before olivia rodrigo did it it, i think um but yeah so i saw that she put she wrote like um i screamed my heart out or something like this and it was like at the at the part where it was like when i'm away like how do you scream your heart out during this yeah and then just like the transition and the whole thing like it is such a beautiful song like that it's it's such a good song Mm -hmm. um i will get back to that in a second um positions by ariana grande hated it when it first came out and then i played it on repeat for like days like it became my like number one track so quickly um driver's license iconic um I want Happier Than Ever to win because I think it's one of the most revolutionary tracks I've heard. Not alone, not let alone by her, but like in a while too. Mm-hmm. Like it's been, it was such a good song. Um, I think Olivia Rodrigo is going to walk away with it. Yeah, my money's on her. Yeah, what do you want to see walk away with it? Ow, sorry. Um, you talk a little bit. I'm going to be honest. I don't really have that strong of an opinion about this category in particular um i like happier than ever i do like that song a lot i'll admit the first time i listened to that album i don't know were you underwhelmed i was underwhelmed by it but i mean i'm not a big like billy fan like i loved i loved for the most part um when we all fall asleep where do we go like there's so many songs in the album that i love but like iconic songs yeah yeah like iconic songs and like for this one, I don't know. It didn't stick with me right away, and I, to be honest, haven't returned to it that much. Question: Do you think that's because people were addressing it as her quote flop era? I don't think do that. Think it was like a media bias, or do you think that was just because you were not generally feeling the songs in general? Well, I listened to it before I even looked at anything else. Like, really? Yeah, I listened to it. I bro, every Thursday night. I mean, sometimes it becomes adjusted when I'm at school and have some events to attend yeah but like usually when i'm like home and stuff like at the dot on the dot midnight like for two hours like just i listen to like everything that's like coming out me too and like i don't know like i don't know what it was like i like i can't even tell you like i don't know the the album as a whole like i don't know I don't know why it didn't like stick with me. We can talk more about the album when we get to that. To the album. I forgot it's nominated for the album. Yeah. Let's come back to that. Let's come yeah, back to we'll that. Go back to that. I think it's gonna be Olivia Rodrigo. That's yeah, all I have to say for about sure. that. 
Moving on to Best Pop Duo and Group Performance. The nominees are <laughs> I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Lonely, Justin Bieber, and Betty Blanco, Butter, BTS, Higher Power, Coldplay, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat, featuring SZA. I will be happy if Doja Cat, I would want Doja Cat and SZA to win yeah. the most. And I think that they'll win it. Yeah. Um, actually, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I mean, not really hot take. I want Doja Cat and SZA to win mm-hmm. really badly. That song is the only song I care about in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that BTS is going to walk away with it, with Butter. I feel like it's a valid point because I think that's the only thing that they're nominated for. Yeah. And they're because gonna, they always win. Like, they always they win. They always win. And like no 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 offense um to BTS, but I watched a video talking about the Grammy nominations today, actually. Shout out ARTV on YouTube. But basically he was saying how like BTS's American stuff is kind of mediocre and like their stuff that's done in other languages is not like it's pretty good, you know. I can speak on this and unpack something that Danny caught on my screen the other day in yeah, class. Yeah, talk, talk a little bit about BTS. Okay. When I, I am a junior in college, when I was a senior in high school, I was, I had a pretty big BTS face. I'm not going to lie. It's something that I would rather cover up, but I'm glad to open it up. They have, like, I, I don't know what they're saying, but... I think that Butter is definitely not in their better songs. Yeah. Like, here's my old BTS playlist from sophomore year. There's some fire songs in here. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Pied Piper. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, there are some great songs in here. I don't think that Butter is as great as them, but I do think that they're going to give it to them. Yeah. Just because... Because I was looking, I was looking at something else too. It wasn't the same thing that you just mentioned, but it was saying like, um, I think this is the only nomination that they had. Possibly. Let's control F this real quick. Oh, no. Unless these are all on the side. Oh, no. What is that? What? I don't know. I just messed it up. They could win. It's going to be between BTS or SZA and Doja Cat, to be honest. I don't really see anyone else winning it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Possibly, maybe they could give it to Lady Gaga. Yeah. I I could see them doing that. I've heard a claim for that album, and people talked about it, but I don't really know who the other person is. Tony Bennett? I've heard of them. That's an old head. I don't know anything about him, nor do I care, to be honest. I'm too old. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Also, you know, actually, Coldplay might walk away with it, too. Really? As annoyed as I am to say it, because they they wind up winning, like, everything. I would, okay. I would just, like, cancel that out in my head, because I just don't want them to win it. But, like, I feel like the Grammys would do that just to piss me off. Yeah. (laughs) More commentary on BTS, I feel like they... The same thing happened with like, um, it happens a lot with like, um, like people of color that are nominated for the Grammys. Like they pick them because they're a person of color rather than like their music is good. Like the um, album of the year last year, it didn't win, but Black Pumas was nominated 
I don't know much about the album, but I've heard that it's not the best. It's like pretty mediocre. I never heard that either. And like they, I feel like they just threw that in there to like be different or like to like be including. Who won last year for albums? Folklore did. Folklore. Yeah. Folklore did over um, Future Nostalgia. Oh, interesting. Which was pissed a lot of people off. Um. But I was really happy with it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so yeah, um, I want we want Doja Cat to win. I would be happy if Doja Cat won or BTS. Yeah. But... I I okay. The main reason I don't like Butter by BTS is because over the summer, <laughs> I used to do BTS dance workout videos, and so <laughs> and so any song no that way, was you just said that to any, me right now. <laughs> Any song that just workout video. Yeah, no, like I literally did that like every day over the summer, and butter was one of the songs. What that scary noise? Me crunching. Oh no, I don't know. I feel like we can't hear this back in the recording. I know. So loud. BTS butter was in the dance workout, and so I just don't want to hear that song because it reminds me of working out. Anyway. Okay, so next we're gonna do. Best pop vocal album is Justice by Justin Bieber. No, no, you have to include the Triple Chucks. What, Deluxe yeah, one. whatever Triple Chucks. I was, yeah, <laughs> what is Triple Chucks Deluxe? That's the version that has a Jaden. It is stupid. Stupid. That's what we're hearing. Planet same, Her. Same thing with the Planet Her Deluxe. Deluxe. Literally, Gunna is featured. I'm not sure what to say about that. That's the only edition. Um, I don't, there's a few more songs, but know. they're kind of. Followed by Happier Than Ever, Positions, Sour, Billy, Arana, Olivia. Sorry if I didn't specify. All right, so <laughs> the way that I think we should attack this, I don't think that we should focus on the albums. Albums, because these are all in the... Not, is Positions in it? I don't think it is, though. Yeah, I but feel like I we should, should talk... But I don't have a lot to say about that. Okay, I do. Okay. So um, you talk. All right. Well, actually, no, you go first with, like, what you think is going to win and what you want to win. I briefly spoke on Happier Than Ever, and that didn't stick with me, but that's a personal thing. I don't know what it is about it. Sour or Planet Her, I think, for me. I don't exactly have too in-depth of a reasoning. Or a distinction of whether I think they're going to win or if I want them to win. I'm a little indecisive in this category. I don't want ju- – I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm a little over Justin Bieber. There's some songs in this album that I love, but, like, no. Actually, this is – I think this would be the category that I would be most happy with him to win. Maybe not specifically over the other people. Just, like, so that he can walk Just, away. like, if he gets something, this should be the one that he gets. Yeah. Because there's some other categories that we're going to touch on later that I don't feel he belongs in. I can yeah. touch on that in a few minutes. Yes, yes. But I feel like you have more to say about this than me. Um, okay. Take the floor. I'm going to take the Take the floor. The mic. So, take you. Hello, everyone. My name is Danny. I'm going to be talking <laughs> about the best pop vocal album. Um, I'm a huge pop fan. Um, Jen listens to a lot of like diverse stuff. I do too, but it's more like what's mainstream diverse. And also what Jen puts me on. Oh. <laughs> uh. Genuinely, like. But um all right, so Justice, I already spoke on that. I think it's a good album. Planet Her, being honest, 
when I first listened to it, I did not like it. Same. It felt so... The, my least favorite thing about Planet Hurt is the cover. I think the cover looks it's so, so bad. Ugly. It's so bad. I hate the cover. It's, it's so comical. I hate the cover. I'm, it's like certified love before my drink with Sonic. No. It's just Planet, right Planet Hurt came out the same day as Call Me If You Get Lost. And obviously, if you know me, you know yeah, I'm going to listen. You know I'm going to listen to Call Me If You Get Lost first. I did too, yeah. And I don't even have anything against Doja Cat. I love Doja Cat. But I saw that album cover and I was like, I don't even want to listen to this. I think it I looks... listened to it like a few weeks after it came out. Like literally. Okay. And I don't even think I listened to it in full. Like I don't think I've listened to it in full yet, but I think there's like enough. Like I, I think I there's have. There's like four tracks There's off so of the many bangers. Like, there's a good. lot of bangers on there. Yeah. Like, Doja Cat. Sorry, I'm also searching this on Spotify at the same time. Yeah. What the hell was that? Sorry. <laughs> Donda. 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 There's a lot of bangers on here to solidify its place, and obviously I'm not mad that it's there. All right, so what are the bangers for you? Good the bangers for me are Woman, Payday, Get Into It, Yeah, Need to Know, speak on this track i don't know it i I also don't really know it but i okay it's an it sounds like okay so we're talking about i don't i don't do drugs featuring ariana grande i was really excited for this track but then like it starts can i play at the beginning yeah so we're gonna play the beginning of it it's it's like this like weird jungle beat like Like it's it's like weird. It's yeah, it's it's definitely like interesting, but then the chorus is like, I don't do drugs. Like I, I listened to it like once. <laughs> but it's just like it's kind of underwhelming. Like you get Ariana Grande on a song and you're like having like a jungle ass beat in the background, like what? Um Love the Dreams Alright. Anyway, you, you keep talking. <laughs> um Options featuring I have a question that no one's going to be able to answer. Jid or J.I.D.? Don't J-I-D. know. It's J.I.D.? I think so. I don't think it's Jid. It's I, definitely J.I.D. I like some of the J.I.D. Jid songs, but I don't know how to pronounce this guy. He's he's. I love him. I think he's so awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I like that song, though. Ain't Shit. Obviously a banger. Duh. duh. <laughs> Kiss Me More. Duh. I don't know about some of these deluxe songs. No, me neither. All right, for me, woman, let me be a woman. Um, I don't really know Naked and Payday and that much. I like Payday. Um, get into it, yeah, is fun. It's really fun. Need to know is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you write great song. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I think that was my favorite off of the album. Um, before it got overplayed. Been Like This is a great song. Ain't Shit also. Um, I think that's all for this one. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, this album is mediocre for me Mm. still. Uh, Happier Than Ever. I'm going to talk more about this when we get to albums, but it's one of my top albums of the year. Positions. Okay, I'll talk about Positions. So I'm going to (laughs) go... Eat some Cheetos. I just crunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to listen to back. Um, let's look up 
positions. I need to know that. Actually, I know it by heart, but like, I still want to have it in front of me. <clears throat> so. Click this. Oh, that's a song. Oh, oh wait, wait. Okay. All right, all right. That was misleading. So upon first listen, I think everyone was a little underwhelmed because we were like, Mrs. Grande just came out with thank you next and follows it up with positions. What is this? But I feel <laughs> I feel like that's literally every album by every artist ever. People are like, such a good album, yes. And then like the next album, they're like, literally, what is this? I'm pouring more Cheetos. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like that for me. Um, upon first listen, I thought that Shut Up was a great track. Um, but people didn't like it and I was mad about it. 3435, I hated, and then it blew up and I got mad. Um, Motive with Doja Cat was pretty good. Um, just like Magic, pretty good. Off the Table was the first one on the record upon first listen that blew me away. I was like, wow, this is really good. And then 630, I was like, yeah, that's okay. Safety net though? Safety net. Do we know safety net, Miss Jen? Would you like to speak Is on safety $5 net? One? Yeah. Um, Would you like to speak on safety net? I don't before? remember much about it. I think you should speak on it. That hurts. <laughs> safety net was literally the best song on the album still to this day. I was like, Jen, you want to speak? She said, mm, I don't really know about it. So I was I mean I have it has a heart on my Spotify, but so good. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh my god, bro. You know you're really something. How are you getting something fast? Only you could tell. Anyways, it's so good. That's my favorite song. My hair, I hate it, and I don't really like it to this day. Anyway, to me, I'm, I'm talking a lot. And I feel like it's gonna be a long podcast. We're only gonna pop vocal. Um, Nasty is really good. That was like the one that everyone was excited for because it was being teased on TikTok. West Side sucks. Um, Love Language is pretty good. I like the end of it, the um, how it transitions uh, after like the main part to like this like 10 second. Honestly, like pretty much a new track at the end is pretty cool. Positions, obviously addicting. Um, Obvious is so good. And POV was everyone's favorite when it came out, but now it's overplayed. Um, so long story short, I love the album. But it's not my favorite by her. And I don't think that it's deserving of this category. Um, and then Sour. I'll talk more, I'll talk a lot more about Sour later. But I want Happier Than Ever or Sour to win, and I think that Sour is gonna walk away with it. I think that Sour's gonna get it. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> That's a Cheetos. Okay. Mike just fell into Cheetos. They definitely just fell into Cheetos. Okay, so now we're going to go into record of the year, which I'll read out the nominees quick. There's only a couple we want to talk about. So it's I Still Have Faith in You by ABBA, Freedom by John Petiste, I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches, Justin Bieber, Daniel Caesar, and Giveon, Right on Time, Brandy Carlisle, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat, and Sizza, Happier Than Ever, Billy, Montero, Little Nas X, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, and Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. So a lot of these, by, a lot of them, I mean, Driver's License, Happier Than Ever, and Kissed Me More, we've Heard touched upon in yeah. depth. 
But who do you who still who do you want to win versus who do you think? All right, so I want to preface the difference between record and song of the year. Record is um, more everyone based, mm-hmm. like who produced it, who recorded it, like the engineers, the mixers, masters, um, and like the artists and stuff. So that's more of like an overall team effort. 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 So um, I'm going to go here. I think that driver's license is going to win or um, leave the door open by Silk Sonic. But I want um, happier than ever or leave the door open to win. And I will touch more on Silk Sonic in a bit. Okay. I will say a very brief statement on Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. I was surprised at the point that they put their album out because I think that if they put it out before like the eligibility period ended, they could have they would have gotten yeah, so much. They would have swept. They would have gotten so much like nominees, yeah. but they put their album out so late. So really the only thing that could qualify was the single. Yeah, but they've been nominated like so many times with that one they single. They have so many nominations with the one single. Yeah. And I think if they put the album out earlier, they could have gotten so many more. For but sure. Whatever, Do you I think guess. they'll get nominated next year for the album? I guess. Because the eligibility period is like, yeah. for this year at least, it was like September 20th. Yeah. It so got like, a little messed up because of like last year when like the awards happened at a weird time because of COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> like, so everything and the is, inevitable is just yeah, here. Yeah, everything is in like a random like standing, but like... I don't know. I feel like by that, like, I feel like they could be nominated, but, like, by that point, it's going to be such, like, not, like, old, but, like, you know, like, yeah. that's, like, over a year from now. Yeah. I don't know. It's I mean, that's like that's also the same thing with positions, because it True. just missed the cutoff. But... True. It came out this time last year. Like, I it? definitely think, yeah, it came out October 30th. Keeping that in mind, I think that, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I do think that they're going to get nominated. I think they if, if If not nominated, they're going to win something. Yeah, they'll get something. I feel like they're, they're going to walk away from this year with, with something. They're definitely yeah, gonna at least one or two. And I think if anything, maybe it's going to be this. Keeping all like the... Because Bruno Mars also won record of the year with 24K Magic. Yeah. I think. I think that keeping all of like the production and mixing and mastering in mind, I think that that could possibly be the song to walk away from it. Okay. Also, now I'm changing a little bit because I think that Happier Than Ever might walk away with it. Just because of the monumental production on that track, especially like the end with like the overbearing like like, like, guitar and like the, just how it was produced, even like the um, sounding like she's on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at the very beginning like this old timey record player type deal um i think that it's super unique whereas like a song like driver's license is very just like one-sided and like there's like a twist at the end with the red light stop yeah, signs playing. i agree i think that driver's license is a great song but i feel like there's not a lot about it that like sets it like apart like it's obviously a very special song and it's getting like recognition that it deserves but like I don't think there's anything about it that like you can like 
it's it's a time thing and it's the way that she tells the story which is more i think like it's more of a story thing. it's more of a narrative yeah narrative is what makes thing. it stand yeah. out about and it, like I guess. The, just the way that she talks but like the production side of things the standout to me of that song is like the writing as opposed to like the, writing, the yeah. production but like production wise definitely more happier than ever yeah even leave the door open as well mm-hmm. um i'm for leave the door open after thinking of those things i yeah. think that's going to be the one that leaves with it maybe happier than ever with what you're saying i love Lil Nas x but i don't know if this is going to be the one for him yeah sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is not record of oh Oh my god, a category that we didn't write on here that I forgot about was best music video. Oh, wait, we can is that come a thing? Yes, we'll come oh, back to that later. That. Okay, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that, that on a break and yeah. come back to that because I, I forgot. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know either, and then I saw it today. Okay, so okay, we have a lot to get through, so we'll move on past record of the year. Yeah. Into a a category that we combined it ourselves. Combined it. Combined. <laughs> combined ourselves. <laughs> To alternative, there's, there's in the alternative category. There's only one that one thing, one thing which is best alternative music album, and I'm gonna let Danny take the mic for this one. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> that was supposed to be more powerful. Um, hold on. <laughs> there we go. So. <laughs> so um. There's one, two, three, five albums in this. Uh, no, you could touch on this. Look at the fourth one. You could touch. I listened to it one time. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so the fourth <laughs> the album. The fourth one is all up on. Yeah. <laughs> Talk a little bit. Um. Okay. Well, what I want to say about this, I liked it a lot, but I wasn't giving it my full attention. I was quite literally filling out Excel spreadsheets while I was listening to it for my internship. But... I liked it enough during that listen to want to go back tomorrow on my drive home and actually listen to it in full. Yeah. So maybe in a future episode, whatever it may be, I could come back to this if you care enough. But I did like it a lot. I don't know enough about the rest of the albums to really yeah. say anything beyond that. So did you listen to the Halsey record? No. Okay. I did say. not. I was going to ask if you like had like an opinion. Um. Okay. So didn't to be honest so jen used to be obsessed with halsey I, yeah <laughs> like literally we went through her record player and she has room 93 yeah on vinyl is there somewhere if you could see me right now i'm doing like the okay <laughs> that's my favorite halsey song um yeah so i never listened to that record but now I've, i jumped on the bandwagon probably after a hopeless Mountain kingdom mm-hmm. um and yeah i think that um if i can't have love i want power is something that definitely should be something that you know should walk away with it um i wish clara was nominated in this category um because she like sling was such a good album but never mind that um with if i can't have love i want power was a concept album talking about the struggles of pregnancy and motherhood, I believe. And Nine Inch Nails actually produced it. Trent Reznor and um, Atticus Ross actually produced it. And 
to me, that is super unique because very rarely do you have like a album where like pop tr- traditionally a pop singer. You could you could also see her more in like the rock category, but that's even more so after this album. Has someone like a heavy metal band like Nine Inch Nails produce an album like this? So you're 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 in for something special. Yeah. And there's a lot of highlights off of this track. I mean, this track list, um, the tradition, like the first three tracks, good. The tradition, Bells in Santa Fe, Easier Than Lying, all super unique cuts. And then um, Girl is a, Don- a Gun is really fun, like the production on that song. You as for this is so good. Darling, Honey, Whispers, I Am Not a Woman, I'm God. Um, the Lighthouse, Yabrini, very, very good, solid track list. Like it, it is... In my opinion, one of the best Halsey albums. I think that when when you have someone that's doing a storytelling album, um, and it, it's very personal to her, obviously, because she did give birth to her son. Um, it talks a lot about females and like um, it's it's a, in my opinion, a feminist album. It's it's very empowering and um, talks a lot about things that people don't talk about in music a lot. Um, so I feel like that gives it enough power in and of itself. But then the songs are great. And um, I, I don't really know like what exactly to talk about with it because like you just have to listen to the album and then you can like know what I mean. But the lyricism is iconic. Um, the, just the way she tells the stories. It's one of those things where you sit down and you listen to it and you're like, wow, that was amazing. Like I can't believe that she just wrote that. So I think that that should definitely walk away with it. Um, but I, I don't know the other albums, so I can't really speak on those. So Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to that, actually, after hearing you say that. And yeah. while you were talking about that, I was looking on albums that, like, came out around the same time as that because I couldn't, like, figure out why I didn't listen to it. I don't know. Donda came out two days after, but, like, that was a it surprise did. release. Yeah. Donna Are you came, sure? Donna came out August 29th, and it's saying that the Halsey album came out August 27th. But Donda wasn't, like, teased or anything, so it's not like I was, like... Donda came out August? August 29th at, like, 8 in the morning. Whoa. He just, like, put it out. <laughs> I didn't know that. Same with the Deluxe. He, like, just put it out at, like, 5 o'clock on a Monday night. The Deluxe edition was stupid anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever anyway i don't have i don't have anything to say about the alternative but after what danny just said i'm gonna listen to the halsey album moving on to r&b you could talk more about this one okay so for r&b the two that we wanted to talk about were best r&b performance and r&b song so for r&b performance the nominations were lost you by snow allegra peaches by justin bieber daniel caesar and Giveon. Damaged by Her, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, and Pack Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. And something that I briefly mentioned to Danny while we were talking about this in our run over was I don't know too much about Jasmine Sullivan at all, Um, but everyone on Twitter is kind of freaking out about her in a good way, which is making me want to go listen to her right now after looking at this, but... 
I had a little something to say about Peaches by Justin Bieber being in here because I think this has happened in the past before that Justin Bieber has been nominated for Best R&B Performance. Or not R&B Performance, but just in that category. And I don't exactly see him as a fitting member of this category. I Listen, I like Peaches. I like Peaches. I like the song. Yeah, that's a good song. It's a good song, but I don't... When I listen to it, I don't think I would ever think of it as an R&B song. I think possibly it's the fact that Daniel, 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 <laughs> that Daniel Caesar is on it and Giveon. Um, not the biggest Giveon fan, but that's that's not really relevant for now. I just don't really think that Justin Bieber belongs in this category. The winner that I would like for this category would be "Leave the Door Open" by Silk Sonic. Obviously, I'm a Silk Sonic fan. I am a big Anderson Pack girl. Bruno Mars, too, has roots to my childhood, I think. But I think that they're pretty deserving. I think that they obviously are taking the industry, like, just, like, by storm, yeah. I think. And, like, they're just doing – like, they just grabs everyone's attention at once, like – I think this album is something that's really special, and I think it's a modern classic. I don't Valid use that word statement. very often, but I think that it's going to be a modern classic, and I think it's something that's going to stay here for a long time, and I think something that's cool about it is that everyone loves it. I know that maybe even not even the album as a whole yet, but I know that my parents like the Silk Sonic songs a lot. Mm. I think that they have a sound that appeals to like a very wide audience because obviously they're bringing back like older like sounds I guess in a way but like it's something that like appeals to everyone like my grandma loves Bruno Mars and has a Bruno Mars CD in her car oh my God. and she <laughs> see I know that she loves these songs and I'm gonna go to Target and look for a Silk Sonic CD for her and give it to her for Christmas because I know she's gonna love it yeah so I, I think it's going to be Silk Sonic. They're, I also think so as well. Yeah. I don't I, see it going to anyone. I'm, but honestly, I wanted it to be a Silk Sonic, but I think they'll give it to her. Her. The Grammys love her. Yeah. The Grammys fucking love her. I don't know why either. I've never listened to her. I, there's nothing. I, I never there's one song I know by her. Rock, Capitino Rock in a Hard Place? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the one that I know. There's like a, I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Best <laughs> Best R&B song is Damaged by Her, Good Days by SZA, Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon. Is it Giveon? Have I been saying it right? Giveon. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic and Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. I would love to see it go to SZA. But I don't think it's going to go to her. I think it's going to go to SZA. If it doesn't go to SZA, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be mad too, but... I'm going to be livid because SZA, does she even have a Grammy? I don't think she does. Like, Citral? Control. Citral? Citral. Citral. No, I I would literally beg on my hands and knees for SZA to get it, but I feel like they're going to give it to Silk Sonic. No, they better give the R&B performance to Silk Sonic. There's also, like, Song of the Year and stuff, too. Yeah. But, like, this But, is, like, that, that is just such this a This is her. Record. And, like, not her. Like, her by her, <laughs> I mean SZA. Like, I feel like this is SZA's, like, 
come on good days is like one of like the songs that that like defines this year i feel like like yeah, everyone so good. knows that song and like i could see that in my dreams i could see that and i would literally start sobbing and shaking and crying at this one but yeah. I, I feel like because of that they're gonna give it to silk sonic yeah and i know i just praised silk sonic for the last two minutes but silk i don't want them to get this one all right don't get me wrong right silk sonic is absolutely phenomenal i'm gonna speak on their album a little bit they're, they're like they're, it's so short but it's so like well done like i'm never gonna get tired of those tracks like ever like I play them over and over and over again. Like I've listened to the album a number of times now. And just like looking back at the track list really quickly, like even the intro is just like, who y'all came to see tonight? Bruh, it's like, bruh. The intro they put out with the lead single. And even that point, I was like, this is like so good. Like, yeah. This is gonna be so good. Like, and it's just like such like a, a revolutionary, like, yeah, yeah, collab. Um, Fly is me, phenomenal. After last night, so like, just the thing about these tracks is that they're full of personality, yeah, and and full of like just good feelings, like yes. not giving a shit about like what other people think about you, and just like being super confident in your own skin. Talking about like having sex. This 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 album reminds me of like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack's like. Um, gang gangster era yeah being, being super like confident and yeah. like like cheeky and you know yeah. very like um i don't know it's just so smooth and like i love them so much yeah. as like a duo and i really hope they put out more yeah. albums and also speaking a little bit on heartbreak anniversary that song is amazing it's been overplayed but it's been very it's mm-hmm. very good and i might be speaking on personal bias because i really like Giveon. Um, and I think that um, Take Time is one of the best albums ever. Um, actually, no, not ever. I'm lying. There's a couple. <laughs> there's there's good songs on it. I'll say that. Um, but I I really want Good Days to walk away with it because SZA did such a good job on that song. Yeah, something that I have I have a personal vendetta against Giveon for some reason. I think <laughs> me with Brent. Frey. I this is this is where we clash, me and Danny. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is because I love brett fias he doesn't no i don't know what it is about Giveon. i think he sounds like a muppet to me <laughs> and like i don't know what it is like like i like heartbreak anniversary something about his voice sounds like fake to me like he's like pretending to like i can't the second i first heard him i just thought of a muppet and like from that moment like i don't know i haven't been able to get it out of my head and so i think he just cursed me but I love Brent Fiaz and Danny doesn't. Danny yeah. doesn't like him. Brent Fiaz is a toxic king, by the way. He's so toxic. Bryson Tiller's way better. <laughs> Bryson Tiller's cool. I don't have a strong opinion about him, but yeah. I would love SZA Good Days to Win. Yeah. I would love it. She deserves it more than anyone else in this. But with the past track record of the Grammys constantly disappointing me, I don't see her winning it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. To be it's honest. It's gonna be one upset. It's gonna be this. It's one gonna one. be SZA. It's gonna be SZA. Yeah. We're gonna briefly touch on music video of yeah. the year. Nominees: Shart in the Shart. <laughs> <laughs> Shot in the Dark by ACDC. Freedom. My, My job. <laughs> uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Peaches. Justin Bieber. Happier than ever. Billy. Wait. Montero. Little Nas X. Little Nas. You said. Good. Scroll back. <laughs> 
So <laughs> you said that um, you didn't even read the name of the video. You just said Tony Bennett by Lady Gaga. I know because I just showed the video <laughs> sentence. No, but you said Tony Bennett by Lady Gaga, <laughs> <laughs> as if she wrote a song called. Tony I get Bennett. a shot out of wait what? Oh, something just happened. I get a kick in the out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glitching. I got a kick out of you by Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. Skipping down, Montero, Lil Nas X, Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo. We came to, I think, a general consensus. I want Montero to win. Lil Nas X, call me by your name. One word, or two words. Cultural impact. Yes. We were just talking a little bit, and literally there was an entire brand of shoe released after this album. I mean, video dropped, and... As Jen said, mom's gotten mad over it, mom's which is phenomenal. Mad. And that says a lot about, like, the character and originality of the video. Yeah. And, like, I love Happier Than Ever. The music video is good. Um, good for you. It's really fun. But, like, those yeah. are just, like, more traditional music mm-hmm. videos. Like, Lil Nas X does this thing where he's just, like, super not traditional. And it yeah. makes the videos really interesting. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Like, I think that Lil Nas X just, like... Whoever is in charge of his marketing team, Phenomenal. I have never seen anything like that. Every single thing that he does, for some reason, is in every headline. And I think that the, what he just said before, cultural impact, I think that's a call me by your name. I cannot think of a single video throughout the entire year that had like that much of like a like a wow factor, I guess. The only other one that I would think of that could possibly like maybe be behind it is the industry baby video where everyone was dancing naked in the shower but that was also little Nas x yeah i think that first i don't know what it is about him he has just great another word that you said original concepts and i think that that is the defining thing about montero and i think that's the video of the year yeah i agree fair enough fair enough fair enough it's montero all right, now we're going to hit Song of the Year, which includes Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran, A Beautiful Noise by Alicia Keys and Brandi Carlisle, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Fight For You, Her, Happier Than Ever, Billy, Kiss Me More, Leave the Door Open, Montero, Peaches, Right On Time by Brandi Carlisle. Brandi Carlisle's um, yeah, nominated twice in the same category. Yeah, she's an underdog for real. Yeah. Because I don't... Really I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about So, if we're talking song of the year as opposed to record, so this year, one is more songwriting. Songwriting, overall performance, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I wish I sat on this more before I just started. Going yeah. Into All right. It. I'll talk. I'll talk. Go ahead. All right, breakdown. We haven't touched on bad habits yet, so I will touch on bad habits. Um, everyone hates that song. Hot take, I think it's really fun. Okay. And I think that Ed Sheeran gets way more hate than he deserves. I think I hate on Ed Sheeran for the memes. Yeah, a lot of people do. But to be honest, I don't personally like the direction that he took with his music, I think that Bad Habits would have been fun in 2013. <laughs> I think that, like, the... I, but, honestly, credit to him for kind of steering away, because I think that the direction he took with that song, I guess, was more of a, I guess, like, a deep, 
not EDM, but like a dance-ish, like beat influence. Yeah. Like that was a few years ago, but like who cares to keep up with the trends? Do yeah. what, do what you want. It's just not for me. I didn't I didn't rock with it. Um, it was fun. I like it. <laughs> I listened to it a lot actually, but that's besides the point. Don't know what beautiful noise is. I'll just leave the ones that we don't know out. Yeah. All right. So, songwriting. We're and... back to all the same ones that keep coming up. Yeah. All right. So, songwriting wise, driver's license and happier than ever. I want to walk away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, specifically happier than ever. Honestly, happier than ever deserves this. Okay. Um, because I, I. Like, I remember listening to that bridge for the first time. You call me again, drunk in your beds. And I was like, whoa. Like, and then the whole, like, bridge and, like, the end of the song, like, insane. Like, I've never felt like that before in my entire life. And then uh, Driver's License is a very interesting storytelling song. Yeah. We, we touched on that. Sure. Otherwise... I wouldn't be mad with the other ones. The only one I don't really want to win is the, are the ones I don't know, obviously, yeah. and Peaches. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, I don't think that Mon- Montero is deserving of this either. But you can talk about this too. Um, I have a personal bias towards the Lil Nas X. I don't know what it is. I think he's funny. And that is the number one driving factor for me, which isn't relevant to this category at all. There's nothing about humor in this category at all. But, and it, the song itself isn't even funny. It's the video and him as a person. So this is just not relevant. And I think if we're looking at, at the songwriting aspect about it and the artist, I got to keep going back to Olivia Rodrigo, I think. Yeah. And – She's going to get it all, and I'm not really going to be mad about it. Me neither. She deserves it, She's honestly. deserving. She's bringing something really interesting and personal to the table at a very young age, and I think that's very... Admirable and creative. Admirable, yeah. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Yes. I think, honestly, there's not much more to say about this because I feel like it's a similar debate between the same three or four songs yeah for sure so with that I we're think moving on to a category that we're gonna move on miss gustafson here is very um we're gonna passionate move on about. to the rap category the first category is best rap performance we have family ties by baby keem and kendrick up by cardi b my life by j cole way too sexy by drake and thought S shit, S word by Megan the Stallion. <laughs> um, I. First of all, very, very brief comment. Way too sexy gets way too much hate. Yes. It's just a fun song. I thought you were going to say be... way too much hype, and I was about to start an argument. No, way too sexy is such a fun song. Way too sexy is so fun. One of the best, in my opinion, off of Certified Lover Boy. Oh. I, I agree. But it's just, it's fun. It's fun. And people and are like, Drake's stupid. Why is he doing this? This is a shit song. And it's like, bro, it's not supposed to be serious. Like, look at bro. the music video. Don't. Like, the music video. He's literally the pregnant. The music video is like, so funny. Like, 
like the way it's executed the fact that there's no like solid storyline or anything like specific like the it's music just video is just fun. It's like, not meant to be serious. It's not like a fucking yeah, like, like, I Taylor like Swift record. It doesn't always have to be something that's serious. And I think that that's something. And if there's one thing about me, I'm going to make fun of Drake. Mm-hmm. I think, Everyone I think, does. I think that he's a very easy target. But I think that he just has fun with what he's doing. And I think that's something that's admirable about him. For sure, yeah. I love this song, Way Too Sexy. And if it wins... I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, be so happy. I'm gonna bro. be clapping in my living room. Like I'm yeah. gonna be so happy. But um definitely wouldn't be surprised if Cardi B took it or Megan the Stallion. I think that Meg probably is gonna get it. I feel like a lot of the award shows like Meg a lot. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. And I think in all honesty, that family ties is gonna take it. I would love a family ties to get. I'm a I like a baby king. <laughs> I, I, what? I love family ties is probably one of my favorite songs of the entire year. And when it first came out, I was very excited about it. But very recently, did I start to really appreciate it? And by recently, I mean in the past like few days. Yeah, me too. Honestly, yeah, it's like, it's it's a, it's a fun song. Yeah. And like baby king's flow is like flawless. Oh my god, okay. So when it first came out I'm friends, I'm friends. Ah, I My favorite line in the whole song is when he goes, because I just like the flow of it. He's like, fuck around and bury two of them guys. I don't yeah. know what it is about that. So okay. I already just said this ten seconds ago, but when it first came out, I was excited because this was the first like Kendrick Lamar feature that we got in like years. Yeah, and also like their cousins. Their cousins, so, like, which is another thing cool. to unpack. Yeah. Like <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like a baby came is such a self-made man. Yeah, wait. Kendrick didn't even like pr- promote him, really. I, I don't know. I just like <laughs> I I think I definitely gave him a bit of a a, a bit of a step up. Well like that with connection. this, yeah. But like also, Orange sort of blew up on its own. Yeah, it did. But, like, I, bruh, I love I love Baby Keem. I love Melodic Blue. But when this first came out, I was listening for Kendrick. But at this point, I'm, I like Baby Keem's part. Better. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love Baby Keem's part. Although in the video, Kendrick Lamar does this, like, whack-ass dance. <laughs> He's, like, swinging his arms. But, okay, whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't – I'm going to be honest. I'm not a J. Cole girl. Not that I hate him. I just never got into him, so I don't have really much to say about J. Cole. And he comes up here, I think, in every category. So I'm just going to get that out the way. Anything else to say about this? Um, Okay, so who I want to win. I want so badly for Way Too Sexy to win Mm. because that would just be so fun. I want to see Drake's speech. Yeah. (laughs) He'd be like, love you all. Love love, all. I have come very recently in the past year to be – obsessed with drake as a person i named my fish after him my fish's name is drake yeah and so as much as i love family ties and baby keem and kendrick lamar and that's like my number one song of the year i would rather hear a speech from drake than have him yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense but i just like drake like that i just don't yeah know. i don't know way too sexy was great I, I, I love way too sexy yeah i did listen to off season which was j cole's uh-huh. most recent project um and i did like it a lot quite a bit people were like hey, this isn't like 2014 forest hills drive but like duh it's not gonna be 2014 yeah. forest hills drive 
Um, and I think that he did a good job. My Life at First I didn't like. Mm. Um, but it, it is a pretty solid song. I think that was everyone's favorite off of the record. So I think it's deserving here. Uh, thought Shit and like... Thought Shit is like the least deserving here in my opinion. Mm. Um, and Up I think is also a good contender i liked mm. it's, it's just fun same thing yeah. with way too sexy yeah. it's very fun um so yeah i i, I th- honestly if i were to see this like going on stage i would i would see family ties going away with it honestly okay but i'm i'm, I'm really excited for that because yeah i would love them to, I, to win yeah i don't even know who i think would win to be honest yeah i think who i no if i if I would think who would win, it would be, I don't know. I just feel like they always have an arcing. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. <laughs> like, I feel like it's going to be Meg the Stallion. I don't know why. Never bias. Yeah. But I love Family Ties. I love Way Too Sexy. Moving on, best melodic rap performance. This is my favorite category because I love every song. Every song. I heard Pride is the Devil a few times, and I liked it. Um, I Like I said, I don't know much about J. Cole, but the rest of the four songs on here, Too much money which is Need to Know by Doja Cat, Industry Baby, Lil Nas and Jack Harlow, What's Your Name, Ty Lur, the creator. <laughs> Every <laughs> Young Boy. I started like saying Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> NBA Young Boy and Ty Dolla Sign at the end. And then Hurricane by Kanye and The Weeknd. This is this an unbeatable go, category. This could go any way. And I, like I said before, for another category, I don't care who wins. I'll just be clapping. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So. The ones that I would rather win over the others, last three strong. Industry yeah. Baby, What's Your Name, Hurricane, so strong contenders. Yeah. Like they they all deserve it. Need yeah. to know. I think it goes in order, honestly. Like I Hurricane, What's Your Name, Industry Baby, all tied for first, mm-hmm. and then like Need to Know is like second. Pride yeah. is the Devil, like third. Yeah. So I think that I don't know. I I don't know. I love all of these songs. I'm so gonna much. like. Just say now, I I don't have a strong opinion about who wins. There's no one that will win, and I'll be mad about it. Yeah, like I don't even care enough to like pick who I want. I mean, I want anyone to win. Like I like a, I like all these artists. She wants Tyler to. I, win. <laughs> I kind of do want Tyler to win, but yeah. That's so bring really... his mom on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I want Tyler to win so that NBA young boy can win it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I don't really care. like. I honestly don't care about this perform this uh, category. I mean, because I like all of them. So. Yeah, valid. That's okay. Okay, rap song, Bath Salt by DMX, Jay Z and Nas, Best Friend by Saweetie and Doja Cat, Family Ties again. Jail, Kanye, Jay Z, and My Life, J. Cole, 21 Savage, and Moray. Family Ties is an immediate winner here for me. Yeah, I would agree. Yes, yeah, I, sorry. I would agree that Family Ties right off the bat is my number one. I love Jail. Yes, what I put it in man. this category, I don't know. Why, does it, why Jail out of everything on that record? I don't know, but. 
the thing is, I don't know what other category I would put it in. Like, I don't know. I love, this is one of my top three or four songs off Donda. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love this song a lot. I hate the Jay-Z part. Uh, What does he say? I don't know. It's, I just know, like, the like, flow. It's like, other, 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 I don't know. There's something about this song. I, like, like it. I love it a lot. What does God's, uh, God, Jay-Z say? God in my cell, that's my celly. Oh, he says something, like, so stupid. And it, like, makes me cringe. God in my cell, that's my celly. Made in the image of God, that's a selfie. Like, it's, like, stupid, the things that he says. But, like, <laughs> I really do love that song. But I think that overall, I would love for Family Ties to get it. And I also think that it's going to get it. Maybe they would give it to DMX, Jay-Z, and Nas. Aaron, honestly, best friend, too. Best friend, yeah. Yeah. God, that's TikTok. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Because TikTok. Moving on, best rap this is a great category. This is the category that I'm excited to see just for the online discourse. The nominees are Off Season by J. Cole, Certified Lover Boy, Drake, King's Disease 2 by Nas, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler, and Donda. The three that I care about to see the online discourse are CLB, Call Me If You Get Lost, and Donda. Yeah. I just want to see people fight over those. I don't care who wins. I do care who wins. I would want Tyler or Kanye to win. I won't be mad if Drake wins because that's funny to yeah. me. But like, <laughs> that, okay, okay, okay. Prefacing, Drake's album is really good. I like it. I think it's good, but honestly, like, it's not going to win. I, yeah. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> there's this constant approach that I take that doesn't make sense is that I want stuff to win because it's funny to me. And that, that, like, there's not, funniness is not a thing in here. I mean, there is actually a comedy album category that has Kevin Hart in it, but that's not this. Yeah. I, okay, I liked, I listened to Certified Lover Boy in full once or twice. There's a few songs that I like off it, but as a whole, Call Me If You Get Lost is yes. is my album yes. of the year for yes. me personally. Yes. I listen to that along with Melodic Blue every day, and I don't know. It's I definitely have a bias here. I love Tyler, but like I don't know, that album to me, like every song off it, like there's something that's very special to me about an album where you can listen to it in full from front to back, but also you yeah. can listen to any song off of it. And like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't like, it doesn't need to be in the context of the album in order for it to be good. Yeah. But like when you do listen to it in the context of the album, it flows like, and it makes like, sense. Mm. It's so good. Like some of the transitions between the stuff, even the transitions between the interludes, like from Mama Talk into like Rise. Rise. Yes, yes, yes. So good. Uh, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. And every time I hear that, I'm like, mm. yeah. yes, that's my Shut out. Your way. So, Dedicated. Yeah. Rise. That's the so one. Good. And for me, that is what I would love to see win this. I'm obviously biased. Donda, I could write a 20-page research paper about Donda. I love it. There's a lot of unnecessary stuff on there. Yeah. All right. It's too long. Yeah. So It's too long. Off-season, good album. Not going to win. Don't want it to win. CLB, could win. Don't want it to win. King's Disease 2, I could see that being the winner. Yeah, I can Because... Too. Everybody bows down to Nas. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't listen to it, but I didn't either. But I could see it. Then. Yeah. Call me if you get lost. Oh my god! If that wins, I will be so happy. It is literally one of the best rap albums I've ever heard. Oh, like Jen was saying, the transitions from track to another is like one of the things that's most important to me so on an album. Like straight through when you listen to it, it, just it flows so well. And every time I hear, I like get away from it, and then I hear a track on it, I'm like, oh my god, bro! Like this something is so... that. Sorry, I didn't mean to literally physically grab the mic away from him, <laughs> but there's something that happens to me. I don't know if this can attest to anyone else. By anyone else, I mean maybe Danny or whoever else is listening. (laughs) If I hear, like, one song off it, it makes me, like, makes an itch in my brain, and I want to, like, go and listen to other songs. Yes, yep. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's just a random song in a playlist, like, oh, like, I want to hear other stuff. Anyway. Yeah, Yeah, the whole album is just so, it has that power. Like, if you're on TikTok scrolling, and you hear a sound with, like, what's your name in it, you're like, Oh, I need to go listen to this album again. It's yeah. so good. Or like even just his voice in general. Like if you hear him on other tracks too, like of his own or like on a feature somewhere, yeah. you're like, damn, he's good. I need to go listen to his stuff again. And then you get in like this like weird like um, groove of just listening to only him for like five days. And yeah. then you forget about him and then come back, you know. Yeah. Flower Boy, Jen actually introduced me to Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. Like introduced me. And I was like, listen to him because of her. And yeah, like I, I Flower Boy was probably one of my favorite albums that I listened to in 2020. Um, that was when I first started listening to him. And like literally, like it was it, I if that if that album had come out that year, it'd be my number one album of that year. Um, it was so good. And then I got more into like his older stuff, like I mean, newer now, like Igor, mm-hmm. and then like looked into wolf and cherry bomb and goblin he's very 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 talented yeah. and his voice is very satisfying for no reason yeah. like it just sounds good so i would love to see that yeah. that walk away yeah. my favorite song on the record is um or one of them is corso i just think that it's such a hype song and like no one gives it credit like it's I so good love corso i don't know if you watched the amas a few days ago yeah okay he did Massa, right? He did Massa. I was betting like an on everything that he was gonna do Corso. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's gonna do Corso. Then he went out and performed that, and like, that's my least favorite of all the songs. I, I don't even that. like that song. You know, you want to know what my least favorite is? What? Run it up. I feel like that's the general consensus, it's but very I like that song a lot. On it. Oh, I like that song a lot. Hot I don't cake, know why. That I think that I think it's more a hot take on my part. I think I think that a lot of people don't like that song. Yeah. There's something that you said very shortly ago that that Tyler's voice is satisfying. Mm-hmm. And to me, I already used this phrase before, but his voice is like like scratches, like yes, yes. It like scratches. So yes, his, his voice is so like unique and like. It's like, damn, like, am I gay right now? Like, <laughs> it like scratches something in my brain. Something that I wrote down while we were talking. Call me if you get lost and Donda. These albums are complete opposites for me in the sense of the album rollout because Tyler announced "Call Me If You Get Lost" a month before, right? Like two weeks before really? he announced the single, like. He hold on. When did Lumberjack come out? 
It's like June like twenty fifth or something. That the album release date was June twenty fifth. Oh. He put out Lumberjack, the first single. Like that's the June sixteenth. He put out Lumberjack. June twenty fifth, the album came out. Yeah. Lumberjack. The, my favorite thing about Tyler is that he doesn't waste a second in an album rollout. He just puts this shit out. Yeah. And I like that because I'm very impatient. Donda? What was that? He dragged that on for the long... There was three album release party stadium yeah. shows. I don't even want to talk about that. I don't... That, that's my favorite thing about Tyler is that he just gets to the point and he doesn't like drag it on. Kanye is so annoying with that. He yep. does that all the time. Whatever happened to Yandi, the album he promoted for fucking like months, never yep. came out even. Donda, no one ever thought that was going to come out. He announced that album like over a year ago. And now it's finally out. Yeah. That's the thing that I don't, I, Kanye annoys me with that. He drags that on. Yeah. One of the things I'll say about Mr. West here, <laughs> um, he kind of annoys me. I love him to death, and his music is really good. But, like, Donda is more of a conceptual album to me than it is a rap album. Yeah. My favorite tracks are the ones that he isn't the most present on. Like, Praise God with Baby Keem and Travis Scott. Um, What else? I really like Hurricane, but, like, Lil Baby and The Weeknd are, like, being (laughs) Um, Off the Grid, like, 504 dominates that track. Yeah. Um, re- remote control is my favorite, and like no one likes that song. I love remote control. I know it's so good. I, I love that song. That's one of my top like songs on that album. Yeah, and like Moon, but Moon Don Tolliver's like present on that. There's songs that you could name on this album that I wouldn't know. What yeah, that- I don't listen to this album. It's the thing. Like, I know every song on clb but i could not tell you certain songs on donda because i haven't listened to it really in full because it's such a long unnecessary album it's very long like god breathe what is that i hate that song i don't god breathe on this and it's literally six minutes long i skipped that to go to from jail from off the grid yeah like there's just a lot of like like fluff on this album what I think about Donda, like there are so many songs on this album that I love, but there's songs that don't need to be on it. Like mm-hmm. there's songs that you could swipe out. Like Television is literally on Pop Smoke's album. And like it sounds so much better on Pop Smoke's album than it doesn't here. It's like like why is it here? Shit. It's literally just Pop Smoke. Why is like... it here in like less quality? Yeah. Like <laughs> you're Kanye West, you're one of the best producers ever. Why does it sound like that? And then like remember like it came out and he was like. Universal put this out. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't play. But then he starts making music videos and yeah, shit. It's like, I, don't know. I don't even know. Best rap album. I don't know. I think. Call me if you get lost. At the end of this conversation, is call me if you get lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We cut off the recording for rap album of the year, but there's something that I just thought of that I wanted to add, and I think someone that was deserving of a nomination for this category is Isaiah Rashad. With the house oh, is burning. Oh yeah! I love. Wait, this missed the cutoff though. Oh, did it? Yeah, <laughs> it missed the cutoff. But regardless of that, I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> My okay. So something that stood out to me a lot about this album is that. My favorite tracks on it are the intro 
and the outro track, which I thought was really interesting because there's a lot of songs in the middle that I really like, like the one with Smino, the one with Lil Uzi, the one with SZA and Black. And But for some reason, like to me, I've never had this happen to me before that the intro and the outro like separately were my favorite songs. Like sometimes you hear a good intro that like leads you into it, but like I don't know what it was about these two songs that like book what's the word that I'm thinking of? I don't uh, know. I don't know. That like sandwiched, I guess, that <laughs> from and back of the album. I think that was something that was very like interesting to me above anything else a dark dark side dark side dark seed seed. that's one of my favorite intro tracks maybe of this year maybe of like any like what am i supposed to do i said but get rich Mm, that song is so good and the last song hb to you happy birthday to you i don't know something about this album it feels like a complete like story like the way that like it opens and it's just immediately grabbed I don't know if this is a personal thing but the way that from the beginning that was the thing that grabbed me in and also kept my attention throughout but the whole thing is really good and I think that if the eligibility date didn't get in the way this is definitely something that probably should have been considered because I think that this was very good and I just needed to throw that in there in the middle so yeah yeah okay Album of the year. Here's the nominees. We're not going to talk about all of them, to be honest. Fair warning. This is going to be a very, very, very long conversation. Yeah. Okay. The first nomination is We Are by John Batiste. Neither Batiste. I don't know. Neither of us have listened to that, so we're not going to talk on it. Love for Sale by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. I never listened to that. Me neither. We're not going to talk about it. Justice Triple Chucks Deluxe, Justin Bieber. Already talking about it briefly. Don't want to have money. I don't it's have, not going to win. I don't have anything else to add. Dominic David Fike just caught that name in the <laughs> in the credits. I love Dominic Fike. Okay. Planet Her Deluxe. I think that we both said what we needed to. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really else to add. Happier Than Ever by Billy. We're going to come back to that. Back of My Mind by Her. I never listened to that. Me neither. We're not going to talk about it. Montero. We're going to come back to that. Yeah. Sour, Evermore, and Donda. We're going to hit all of those again. Yeah. So where would you want to start? You want to just go in order? Let's go in order. Let's start with Happier Than Ever. Oh, uh, bro. This is my favorite. This is... Uh, what the fuck? Actually, no, it's not. It's I not. I just called you Billy. I said, this is Billy's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this is Danny's Well, favorite. duh. It's her album. <laughs> um, so... Alright. Yeah. Actually, do you want to talk about it? From your perspective first? Sure, because I think I have less to say, so I think that would be a good Yeah, like, let me know your favorite tracks and just, like, what you felt. So, overall, I already mentioned this. It didn't stick with me at all, personally, really, for the most part. The song that was the most interesting to me that I thought that she picked as a single that didn't really make sense because to me it was boring as Lost Cause. I just thought that song was not anything special at Interesting. all. Interesting. I don't there I heard it and I was like, why? I, and that was before the album even came out, so I didn't even know the rest of the songs. I was like, there it's probably something more interesting on here. 
in this song to kind of pick as a single, but what does this say? Not, oh, okay, I'll come back to that later. A song that I did like that I think she also put out as a single was NDA. Yeah, she did. I like that was that, the last single. I like that song a lot. I remember, this is so random, I was listening to it. I was waiting to pick up my paint in Home Depot to paint my room for in there and i was listening to that song like on repeat while i was waiting mm -hmm. for the paint and that's just like a, such a random memory but like i remember like listening to it i was like i i really like that song a lot and i have to look at the rest of the track list but the, uh, i i only wrote down one other song which was not even a song i'm pretty sure it's probably just an interlude which yeah is not is not my responsibility and I, I remember when I listened to that for the first time, I like was like laughing during it. And I know that it's not like a song, but like there's something about it that made me like laugh. And like I don't know, I don't even know. I like I like the title track a lot. Happier than ever, obviously. That song was very the mm, the way that it just like comes mm. together at the end is just like. It's so good. I think I like Billy Bossa Nova. I need to re I like it oxytocin. Oxytocin. <laughs> so, okay. This is something like really random, but the way that I started like really liking music was through dance. I used to be a dancer. So I mean, obviously, people like music for the sound, but the way that I originally approached my love to music was through Sonics. And something that was really interesting to me that I can remember for some reason was really liking the way that this song sounded was oxytocin. Yeah, oxytocin. That was the thing that stood out to me the most about it was like the Sonics of it. And like, it just sounded like interesting to me. Oh my God, I thought I got rid of the recording. Okay. <laughs> um, this album for me is definitely not my album of the year, but I can see how for someone else that it could be. The thing for me is it just didn't stick, and obviously that's a personal thing. And I think that that has nothing to go against anything that is on this album. And I think that this is a special album for Danny, so I think that yeah you should touch on it. More it is me. okay. So my story with Billy, I actually don't know if you know this yet, but. My ex-girlfriend actually introduced me to her, and I, I have a very vivid memory of um, she like showed me a song, Copycat. You know that song? Um, she showed me that in history class. This was in like 2017 before she, probably right after she released her EP, um, Don't Smile at Me. And I listened to that song, and I remember going into the cafeteria, and like my friends were literally talking to me, and I had my headphones in. And I was literally playing it, like blasting it, like over and over again. That song blew me away. And then "Don't Smile at Me" is a whole my favorite, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, "Hostage" became my girlfriend at the time, and I song. It was just such like a revolutionary album for me, and she instantly became like my favorite artist besides Taylor Swift, yeah. which I will talk about later. I promise. Um, but. So when we all fall asleep, when we go, that was a great album. I loved that album. Um, I have that and thank you next, like defined twenty nineteen for me. Um, but we're not talking about when we all fall asleep right now. We're talking about happier <laughs> than ever. So in terms of happier than ever, obviously I was very excited for the release. The first 
official single, which was um, Your Power, mm -hmm. I loved like the, um, you know, like the, the guitar yeah. on it and the music video was really powerful and the lyricism. So everything about that track made me feel like comforted and home and like I've, I've had waves of that song where I just mm -hmm. felt very like safe and happy, even though the lyrics are sad. And then the second official um, single, I believe, was Lost Cause. I was, as Jen was, I was expecting a lot more yeah. from that song in particular. It, like, I don't know. It just seemed like, yeah, I'm not even like like that big a fan of her as I think I've made clear already. And it's not against her. It's just we never got into her. But like, I feel like there could have been something like more like, it just sounded like, I don't even know how to. It was it words. was really boring. Like when yeah, you when you hear really like boring. Lost Cause, you're like, oh my god, that'd be like, like so cool. And like yeah. and it sounds like a hype song, or like something that like gonna throw like mad shade. But like yeah. the the most shade she threw in that song was that like, you ain't got no job. But it's <laughs> like, bro, like that's like such like a. So I didn't you know that song is okay. It's not the. Yeah. It's definitely nowhere near my favorite. It's probably one of my least favorites on the record. And then people getting mad at her after the music video because they thought she was queer reading <laughs> was absolutely ridiculous to me. And like just everything that followed that period, like everybody was mad at her. They were like, this is your flop era. But like sophomore slump is like real. And everyone always thinks that like yeah. someone's second record is going to be their worst. But it was not for me. Something that I stopped caring about recently is – anything that's like a little controversial about an artist yeah like i don't <laughs> i really don't care I don't i'm care. here for the music yeah, yeah exactly i'm here to enjoy an artist's creativity can i tell you something that i learned the other day yeah and by go the for other it. day i mean yesterday <laughs> it's, it's sort of relative because it kind of relates to taylor swift i for some reason in my head <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Jake Gyllenhaal were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> they were the same person to me. And I realized that the other day that that's not true. I think the association in my head was that uh, Andrew Garfield was the second Spider-Man and Jake Gyllenhaal was the villain in the Tom Holland Spider-Man Far From Home. I think that was what was the link in my head. I thought they were the same person. They're not. You can get back to talking about whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not sure how that relates to Billy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> thinking on my mind about yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake uh, anyways, so the the singles that were not official, my future was pretty good. Therefore, I am was not good. <laughs> so it's the weakest single. Yeah. NDA was very good. Uh, yeah, we spoke yeah. on that. Um, and then Deep Cuts off the album, when I first listened to it, Getting Older, like, made me cry. Like, it was such a powerful song to me. And I, I could not believe the, like, lyricism on that album, like, that track. It literally just entirely focuses on, like, her getting older in the industry and learning things. And um, going through a lot, you know, it's it's a very coming of age track. 
And then another thing I love about this album is how that track fades into the second track, which is one of my favorites. Um, I'm going to demonstrate for that for you right now. Hold on. It was really good, very briefly. Like it's fire. The the way that like it, she does that, like yeah, that's cool. It, she literally is like talking about like the shit that she's been through, and then that like dog growling immediately afterwards. Like I now now I think it's time the growl and then okay and like this like super distorted voice kind of like tells you like she's about to get in some shit and then i didn't change my number is like a shade throwing track where she's literally just like you're you were a shitty person and like you suck essentially billy bossa nova great track my future great track i don't really like oxytocin everyone likes it goldwing is fun not a not the best, but it's pretty good. Lost Cause, not great. Haley's Comet is so emotional and so beautiful, especially the second half of that song. Um, not My Responsibility is a really touching interlude. I know it made Jen laugh, but... I think it's something about the talking. Yeah. I, I liked the message that she had. Yeah. Um, overheated is like a, a, a cool way to take the production from Not My Responsibility and turn it into a track like remix it that was cool everybody dies is a familiar sentiment but it's not executed in, a, in an interesting way your power is good nda is good therefore i am good happier than ever is one of the best songs ever but then followed up by male fantasy which is my favorite song on the album i think um it, it just like i remember reading it when i listened to it like the artist note at the end of that track and said like nothing should end on an angry note and or like a uh, like intense note and like everything should end in forgiveness and the the song in and of itself is sad male fantasy and if you look into the lyrics you can you'll be able to tell that but you know it meant a lot to me that song made me cry actually when i first heard it um because it's just so touching and the way that she speaks and like sings it, I don't know. So this album means a lot to me, partially because it's from one of my favorite artists, partially because it is just that good. So I would be extremely happy if this walked away with album of the year. Anyways, I'm done talking. Let's let's move on here. Next album. The next album on the list, which I've been waiting to talk about. Oh, here's your time to shine. Here we go. It's Montero. By Little Nas X. I I don't I can't quite remember if what if I really touched on Little Nas X so far. I love him. I think he's he's a great. I like him <laughs> a lot. I like him. This album was not it though. I can see why he was put in this category. He is a very prominent. Uh, figure in the music industry of this period for sure and i okay now reflecting i did praise his music video and stuff i don't think the album 
This is not Apple of the Year material. Mm-mm. Looking at the songs, uh, I mean, looking at the track list right now, I, I like the first four songs, which is Montero, Dead Right Now, Industry Baby, That's What I Want. Going down a little bit, Sun Goes Down, which was a single he put out a few months ago. The rest of the album to me is forgettable. And I think for that reason, I just didn't, it just doesn't fit in this category for me. And I think that Little Oz X has such a persona that is so just like memorable and iconic. And I was so excited for this album to come out. And when I first listened to it, I liked it a lot. And I think that a lot of that was just the excitement of it all. But now, when did this come out? When's the release date of this? It was probably released in October, I'm going to guess. September. I think it was September. I think it was September. I think I actually was listening to it on the way to my internship. September 17th. I haven't listened to it in months. I, I listened to it after it came out. But since then, I really haven't listened to it again since then. I mean, yeah, there's songs on it that I really like, but I think that as a full, I mean, as a whole thing, it's not album of the year material, I don't think. It has some cool features on here like Elton John and Miley Cyrus, but at the end of the day, I don't remember them. I don't remember. Doja Cat is on here. I don't, I can't remember the song. Like, to me, the one. like school? School? Yeah. School. Yeah, yeah, that's school. it. Yeah. But to me, if I could describe this album in one word, is it's forgettable. Yeah, I also agree. And I think that alone is that's just not album of the year to me. Yeah, I think that it, it definitely is not deserving of album of the year. Yeah. There's a few tracks on it that are good. I yeah. agree with um, the mo- majority of Jen's sentiment. The only track I don't really like that much is the title track, Montero. It's just kind of boring to me. Yeah, I think it was overplayed. Like, For sure, yeah. Um, I don't remember really anything else, like the Art of Realization, Lost in the yeah, Citadel. Couldn't remember, couldn't tell you what those sounded like. I know Scoop, don't really know one of me. Dallas Line Slime was one of my favorites when it came out, so I really like liked that song. And for that reason, I know it. Um, Sun Goes Down, I know is about suicide, I think, but don't really know it else where void is i don't know uh, yeah. don't want it don't know life after salem don't know am i dreaming though i think is the best song on the record period really i yeah. have to re-listen to it then because i, I think that's i it. think that one is really good because i think that miley cyrus did a great job at featuring on that and like the sentiment in that song is just good yeah um but otherwise like jen said very unforgettable yeah yeah i think that's just like the overarching thing like for me, like, album of the year, it's, like, defining of the year. And, like, there's there are songs on here that I would say would define the year, but not the album. Yeah. Not the album at yeah. all. I would say Industry Baby, yeah. Industry Baby, Industry yeah. Industry Baby, yeah. yeah I'm all Industry for Baby, Baby, for sure, yeah. But, like, the rest of this, I would not compare this album to something like Sour. I think that, which is... Can we but, do that? Can we do that last, actually? Yeah. Sour is the next on this list, but I would say that something like that is far more defining than Montero is. I as think a we whole. need to cover that last. We should hit Sour last. Oh, would you look up what's up next on here, Danny? Um, or do you want me to jump to Donna? It's up to you. Totally up to you. The interesting thing about this situation here. Mm, 
Um, it's yeah. Evermore and Donda. So we have Kanye and Taylor. I'm on the woman's side here. I... <laughs> I just like the chaos of it all. I'm not taking a side per the situation. I just like Donda better for me. I like Evermore better. And that's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just don't... Oh, ooh. Ooh. I I just I don't know. For you want to talk about Donna? Do you, okay, I can talk about Donna. Perfect. Something that I was complaining about before that I now, or not that I know, but that I also consider interesting, was the album rollout of Donna, and I of completely was obviously complaining about it before that was annoying and it was dragging on but i think the interesting thing is that it was able to hold the attention for that long because personally i tuned into every single listening party is it because maybe i'm possibly brainwashed by kanye maybe a little bit but like i was in i was in the frat basement watching the live stream on my phone on my brother's apple music account like i think that there's something that's very captivating about Kanye as an artist that he was able to hold the attention of not only his tailored audience, but even people outside of that for the length of time that he was able to. I think it's something very notable that even if you want to consider that a factor outside of the content of the album on a or outside of the content of the album on its own, I think is something that's very unique to this album in specific. I don't really think that was a characteristic of any other album on here, the way that he was able to not really drag it on in a negative connotation as annoying as it was. I think that the fact that he was able to hold the attention and make adjustments based to the stadium album release parties and the reaction that he got, I think is very special and was definitely a defining point of this year. And even if I, even if I come to look at this album at this very moment, there's some songs on here that I would say, I, I don't know what that is. I listened to this album in full a few times, but there's definitely songs that stick out to me a lot more profoundly than some other songs do but quickly yeah. album cover whack album cover is so whack can i say something the original album cover for donda original album cover also whack this one which one like the um the running into the sun i don't know I don't love it. I I don't like it. But I think it's better. I don't better like either. Than, I think it's better than the black. Spirit. I mean, yeah, I think that that would be better. But and I think that honestly, that album cover like defines the album better. But I think a thing that is also defining about this album, not as a whole, but I think of the whole the whole situation of this album was very unique, as opposed to anything else because of the rollout, because of the fact that it was released at yeah. eight a.m. on a random morning. I so. also think. That you made a good point by saying that um, it was able to captivate yeah. so many people for like yeah. a long time, which is why it is deserving of 
an album of the year consideration because it literally was one of those albums where everyone was like yeah hyping up aside from the music yeah even like out like not even like talking about the music itself like like people were just like waiting like for it to come out and obviously that can bring in a different like i don't even know what the word i'm looking for is like obviously kanye is like a very influential figure in the industry and like he's like an icon i guess and regardless of how controversial he is as a person like there's no doubt that he has an ability to create like like pieces of music that are just like influential yeah like i think what he was able to do with this album regardless if you liked it as a whole or not it's just very interesting to see what someone with that influence over the industry can do just by grabbing people's attention like like i think that the listening parties like was very unique to there's this. cool that, like, it was like cool it was yeah. like, it was annoying it was yeah. really annoying but at the same time it was like cool and i love this album i love so many songs on it i wouldn't say that as a whole the album was my favorite of the year but i think that there's very defining characteristics about the rollout of it that was so specific to it that makes it stands out stand out from anything else that was put out this year yeah and like that's really my main thing about this album was that it was very different yeah adding on to that i think that kanye has the ability to captivate audiences and his subject matter is different like drake um with clb put out something that he knew people would enjoy but that's why people didn't like it because it was boring and like it was something that people had heard before but like donda like takes a risk it shows it showcases different sides that are like people haven't heard before kanye's a creative he's very um you know i don't i don't know how to explain it but he's he's just very um intellectual and he um i don't know just the way that he does things is more like an artist who like paints Mm -hmm. than like a rapper because his musical choices are not those that like you play at a a club or like a traditional rap song is something like you would hear you know um at like a party but like Kanye's songs, most of the songs on Donda, I would not play at a party. No. Yeah, like they're not party songs. And and, and CLB, like almost every song is a play yeah. song. And that's like the majority of rap songs. So I think that, like Jen said, the, the different approach that he took to an album is interesting. Yeah. And, and it that makes it worthy. Yeah, I think like the, like, as much as I love a lot of the songs on the album, like for me, what makes this, not this is not my album of the year but what would make it a contender of it is like the the experience of it yeah and i think that's very unique to it as opposed to other things like i mean other albums like there's other albums i love to like come back to and listen to it in a whole it's very telling the way that he was able to put out a deluxe edition of it with the track was completely like jumbled up yeah like the order of it isn't telling a specific story in a way i think it's like an overall like experience and feeling that was just like like cool like i don't know yeah every song's different the listening party i've literally never seen any artists do that before ever like yeah that was very that cool that was really cool the way like how could he sell out an arena like three times yeah like, every album like rule that he has is so unique like there's no yeah. one way of it's like 
it's like cool it like pisses me off at the same time because it takes so long like yeah. originally i was comparing it to uh taylor tyler because <laughs> of how quick tyler's rollouts are that's just me being impatient as fuck but also it's telling of me being an impatient person the way that i was able to like stick around but like whatever anyway that's enough about donda who are we going on to we just have taylor left and Olivia. Yeah, we'll finish with Olivia. So I'll talk about Miss Taylor Swift. To preface, I'm very biased. Taylor Swift is my favorite artist of all time. I will say, however, that I did enjoy folklore better than Evermore. And I think that is because of the way that the albums came out. I've heard a lot of people say that, at least people that I'm friends with, that Evermore is better than folklore because of the songs on it. Um, and I agree and disagree. I feel like Evermore has a lot of quality songs, but Folklore is that album that like I always come back to. Um, so yeah, I'll preface with that. Um, and Folklore also won the album of the year last year. So it would be cool for Taylor to win twice. I didn't know that. Yeah, Folklore won last year. Um, but oh, I don't. Yeah, they were released within <laughs> six months of each other. Yeah, that's cool. So, Folklore was released on July twenty fourth, and Evermore was released on July or December eleventh. So very very. And uh, speaking of album rollouts, um, I I remember waking up on July twenty third, not thinking anything of the day, and I checked Instagram. Actually, no, I I opened my phone. And I had a text from my ex-girlfriend, Taylor, who knows I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift. Taylor? Yeah, and she, yeah her name's Taylor as well. She was like, Danny, the Taylor Swift is putting out an album. And I was like, what? And I like looked, and then um, there was like a whole thing about how like she, she was making a quarantine album, and it was coming out literally the next day. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was so happy. It I listened to that and only that for 72 hours straight like genuinely and then like the rest of the summer i spent listening to it um and the same thing happened with evermore i didn't think that she would ever do anything like that ever again and then she literally like december 10th announced uh that she was putting out everybody what thought was the b-sides but she basically said she couldn't stop writing and wanted to keep doing the storytelling that's really like special like yeah. I think the fact that she was able to put out like two completely different albums in like one year is so like I'm not even like a I'm not even a Taylor fan, but like the fact that she was able to do that and like both have very like special albums that are special to people for like in different ways is like I don't even know how to like cuz I've never experienced that like as yeah. like, a fan like of music ever. I think that's something that's just very cool and like Yeah. As a very telling of her, like as an artist, like what she's capable of. Mm-hmm. It's genre bending. It's it's yeah. like she went from being a country artist to pop. Like she reminds me the most of Twenty One Pilots, which is a very strange. That is very interesting comparison. To think about. But Twenty One Pilots tackles like pop, rap, alternative, even country sometimes. Yeah. And like Taylor Swift does the exact same thing. Yeah. Like she started off as a country artist, and then she was doing this like weird country pop songs. And then transitions completely to pop with 1989. She did a little bit of rap and reputation, like 
It might have been a little cringy, but like. <laughs> what album was that? That was on 1989. 1989. Yeah, we fucking. We got cut off. Danny yeah. was talking about Evermore. Yeah, I was talking about 1989 and yeah. Evermore. But, but I'll, I'll cut the conversation short because yeah. this podcast is two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I don't, I don't think anybody listens to this. Um, we should leave like timestamps in the yeah. recording, like the. I'll work it out tomorrow. That'd be cool. Um, but anyway, Evermore in and of itself, Willow was a single. There were only two singles put out, like um, one for Willow. I mean, uh, Evermore. We're both yawning. <laughs> it's three three a.m. <laughs> I just want to get this over. I'm tired. Um, uh, Willow was the one for Evermore, and Cardigan was for Folklore. They both were released with the album. Um, but Willow is an okay track. Champagne Problems, beautiful songwriting. Um, I don't know, Jen, if you've heard that song, but it's on TikTok. Yeah, it's it's so good. Um, Gold Rush is also a great song. Um, Tis the Damn Season is good. Season is good. The drumming is weird though. The beat of it, Tolerate it is my favorite song. Nobody, no crime, phenomenal. Happiness, actually no, Happiness and Tolerated are tied for my favorite song. Dorothea was kind of like mediocre and now it's good. Coney Island, same thing. Ivy, one of my favorite songs. Cabo Like Me, one of my favorite songs. Long story short, eh. Marjorie, very sentimental, makes anyone who's lost a loved one cry. Uh, nice. Uh, Closure is very good, interesting, um, and people don't like it, but I love it. Everywhere is a great closing track. Uh, to discuss. Um, also, I love how she featured Bon Iver. It was a great, interesting choice. And then Aaron Desner of The National and um, Jack Antonoff obviously produced this, both of them, which was, they both did really good. Um, and then Right Where You Left Me and It's Time to Go are phenomenal bonus tracks. Um, but overall, the album, I think that it is deserving of recognition because it is such a good album. Um, if I were looking at it from like a stance of cultural impacts, like we did with Donda and um, Montero, I like Donda and Montero are on a different level of like cultural impact, you know, regardless of whether or not the music in and of itself is good here. I think that the music is great and I think I'm biased because I love Taylor Swift. Any song on this album I can like fight for because it's they're good. I'm also tired. It's three forty it's three forty in the morning and I can't really think straight. <laughs> but like um yeah. No, we didn't get sour yet. Yeah, we didn't get the sour. Sour I'm very passionate about them, so fuck. Um but yeah. Just like to to make it short, um, I don't think this album had much of a cultural impact, like Donda and um, I mean in the Swifty community it did, but the Swifty community is like not the world, and I think Donda and um, Montero were appreciated by like literally all all people. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know. Bro. I don't think it's going to win, though. Yeah. All right, let's go to Sour. 
Sour. Sour. Sour. Okay. Hello. Okay. I'm really excited for this. Off the bat, my favorite song on Sour was Brutal, which a lot of people from the beginning didn't like it. I know it's so stupid. It's such a good song. And this is something that I touched on a little briefly earlier is that the thing that draws me in most to a song is like this the sound of it over yeah. like any lyrical component and this was the song that was the most like in your face interesting yeah and like what and that was what stood out to me the most and that was the song that i loved the most from the beginning but as a whole this album is so it's just like very cohesive which i kind of think could be a little bit rare these days yeah i think that the storytelling aspect of this is so like I just love it so much, and I think that it's so special that she was able to kind of, like, create such a large, like, audience of people that really appreciated what she put into this, like, just based off of that. And yeah. also the fact that it's only, I didn't realize it was only 34 minutes long. Yeah. It's a, it's a Which very is a little bit, special album. It, not, not short, but on the shorter side. But every song on here has a purpose, I think. Yeah. I think that's really cool. What's a, what's your least favorite track? Um, it might be this one. It might be enough for you. <sighs> People are going to get mad at you for that. Uh, or, oh, God, I don't know. Honestly, people would get mad at you for any song that you say. I think so. people would get mad at you for any song, which I think is very telling about yeah. how, like... This, much, this, this album... Every, is the definition of cultural impact. Every song, like everyone loves every song in a different way. Yeah. No matter what song you don't like, someone is going to be like, "Why don't I like that song?" Yeah, Which I think is I think that's a really good thing. It's I just think, telling in and of itself that everyone knows this album. Yeah, like everyone, yeah, everyone you can you can yeah. at least even the singles people like could put, could pick them out. I was at work today, and this is not to be like, you know stereotypical or uh, racist but my coworkers are my, the majority of my coworkers are african american so um they listen to like r&b and rap like everybody that i'm friends with there um but like i played good for you today and at, at work and like everyone was like dancing along and singing to it like it's one of those albums that like everyone regardless of your music taste and like yeah. your background just appreciates and loves so i you know i loved that about this album yeah and that's the thing that i think that sticks out to me the most about this is that it's something that appeals to everyone and like <laughs> Danny just farted on top <laughs> i think that it's just a very i don't know i think it's like universally like liked by everyone which i think is um unique to this in its own way yeah I'm going to say a little bit of my piece. This album, when it came out, I listened to it on repeat for like three weeks. I still listen to this album. Um, I probably would say I listen to it at least every other day, um, like a song. Um, Brutal's phenomenal. Traitor. 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 That's all we need to say. Just traitors. Oh, my God. Like, I think the first... You know, hot take. There's not a bad song on here, at anywhere. 
I think that driver's license could be a skip only because it's overplayed. It's overplayed. Yeah. Um, every other song I love. Every other song. Yeah. Favorites, standouts will go Traitor, Good For You, um, Enough For You, Happier, Jealousy, Jealousy, and Favorite Crime. Those are my favorites. Hope You're Okay is great. To, um, that actually would be my least favorite. Hope hopefully you're okay. okay. Yeah. I just liked the sentiment of it and like the. Yeah. Jum, jum, I don't think I've the instrumental. To it. Is like really good. Yeah, I don't think I've listened to it enough to be honest to appreciate it. Maybe. Yeah. But I think as a whole, like, this is an album that I I like, and I wouldn't be mad if it got. I think okay. Let's let's go to our predictions now since we've talked about each album. Sour. Sour's gonna walk away. Sour's with gonna it. get it. Sour's gonna, it's get, gonna it. get it, and I'm not gonna be mad. Yeah. What would what would we be happy with here? What? <laughs> like <laughs> winning. Um. Like we we talked about like what we think is gonna. I would win. be happy with personally. Number one would be. Donda and two would be sour. The rest I wouldn't. I wouldn't really care that much, to be honest, because they I haven't really connected with them as much. I guess. Is there one you'd be mad at? There would not be one I would be mad at. Maybe the ones I don't know. Like I would be. I would rather like. I I already said that I don't like Montero, but like I'd rather see Montero win than Justin Bieber. Yeah. Just because I'd rather watch Little Nas X give a speech, and that is so <laughs> not like telling. Like, yeah. No, no. 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 I get. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I think that um. I think Olivia Rodrigo's gonna walk away with it. Yeah. I think for sure. Number one choice is Olivia. Olivia Rodrigo. Second, Evermore. Third, Donda. I just want to see the online fighting. Yeah. Of Taylor and down the fit, Tanya fit, Kanye fit. <laughs> <laughs> my brain cell. My brain cell is literally fighting for its life. Damn, this episode is two hours. It's gonna be two hours and one minute long. That's the record. World yeah. Record. All right. Well, let's sign signing off. Good night. Nothing else to say. That's nothing it. Else. I'm clocking out. Wait.